Calling out all my nerds, freaks, and geeks. It's mob time. Don't chew me, cause the showtime. Go ahead and call the gang up for the one time. Rap food rhymes, got them on the line. And my life's still great, I'm doing just fine. Hands up. What's up, y'all, and welcome to the Blur Mob, your hub for all things black and nerdy. I'm your host, Foop, joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Ralph. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get updates from the mob. And if you threaders are watching us on YouTube, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and turn on those bell notifications for future uploads. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But what if they're not threaders? What if they not threaders yet? Then you lame, because why aren't you there yet? You got an Instagram. You know what this it's, episode about. It's easy. You read the title. It's you read easy. the title. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Two clicks of a button. But we are back with episode 35 of the Blur Bob podcast. How you boys doing today? Pretty good. Um, Recently went to go see Insidious. I feel like that went pretty well. Um. I feel nice. like it was definitely a good ending to the story, but be looking forward to hear about it some more. I'm I'm waiting on food to go see it. I don't know if Ryan I wanna is see it tonight. to go see it either. Seeing it tonight. I might, I might go see it soon. I just got honestly, I got a test today. I can probably try to see it Sunday if I That boy in back effort. in school. I just registered mm-hmm. for the fall semester. Ah, ah look at y'all. Well, Bro, I got overwhelmed on day one. I was like, I gotta learn how to study again. What is this? A man. Books? Nah, honestly, like, I took this spring semester off, and I already know how this finna go. I already know how this finna go. No matter what I prepare myself for, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna go the way I want it to. But we here. We gonna make it. I believe in you. Look, trying, man, trying. I should be done in 2025. You should be done in, like, a half a year, a year food. I'll be done fall 2024. Okay. So it's coming to an end. Just join the stress bandwagon, Ralph. Oh nah. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm good. Join us. Or get you some certs. I was gonna do that, but you know, I'm just not doing school. I feel you. I feel you. Look. That school stuff is it's not for everybody, but I already started, and I just don't want to be like, yeah, I'm a dropout. No shade <laughs> to the dropouts, but you know, I like to start what I like to start what I finish. So I understand. I, I ain't gonna lie, food. That's kind of been my motivation. I was like, let me tell enough people I'm doing this, so that every time they ask me, "Hey, you still in school? How's it going?" That that makes me not want to quit. Because I don't want to look like a fraud. <laughs> I, it, it prevents me from looking like a fraud. Like, if I quit, I got to tell them all. So, yeah, stay motivated. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a lot of motivations behind it. Like, the way the job market goes. The fact that mm-hmm. my, my job is paying for it. So, it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. you might as well go ahead and finish it while you got the opportunity. Despite how much I've loved this free time with no schoolwork. I'm going to go ahead and bust through these last three semesters. And then, you know, I'm just going to have infinite free time. <laughs> right. <laughs> With no graduate right. school on my back. But um, Send I did our want... invites to your graduation, though. I right. will. As soon as, as soon as we get there. I don't, I don't think I'm going to make it like a big thing. Like, 
undergrad, you know, invite just mm-hmm. close friends and family and stuff. And if you come up here, you come up here. If you don't, you don't. Okay. So. I do want to spin back to a couple fun topics that we've discussed um, in a past episode. They have approved the lab-grown meat. <laughs> it's lab-grown chicken approved for sale, and it's going to be available in restaurants in San Francisco and Washington, D.C. So I just have one question. Ryan, are you prepared to go on your first business trip for the Blair <laughs> no offense to the vegans and the vegetarians i would never eat no cabbage hot wings but i'll eat some lab-grown chicken i ain't gonna cap if they say it tastes good i'm gonna try it out i don't know i haven't seen any reviews for it but i guess if it got approved it's safe if it does it have to taste good to be safe to eat so what if it's nasty but it's just it's safe to eat no side effects if I mean, it's nasty, they ain't. Yeah, but it's like if it's nasty, they ain't do their job. What's the point of you making this chicken if you ain't make it taste good? Come on, now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he said he <laughs> wants the seasoning grown too, lab grown, <laughs> lab grown mesquite barbecue. Chicken. <laughs> I need some lab grown Laurie seasoning, some lab grown paprika, some lab grown garlic powder. I need all that. In there. Oh man! Oh my god! My man gonna get some Cajun chicken fried lab grown meat. Look, man, it need to taste talking like Popeyes, and I'm talking about lab lab grown in Louisiana. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, lab grown Tony Satries, all that, bro, all of that. Oh man, but that is hilarious. <laughs> not for real. So it's got approved. So it's coming to the market. The lab grown chicken. I don't know. Except it's it's crazy because they've already asked, you know, like how would vegans and stuff feel? And they were thinking like a good 40 percent of vegans said no um, based on the Scientific American uh, recent post that I read. Forty six, forty six percent of them said no. The other the other 60 plus percent was like, mm, we'll possibly try it because lab grown. It has a divide. At some point in time, because some people go vegan because of, you know, animal cruelty, you know, slaughter. They want to try to get away from that. So maybe those people like maybe this can't be too bad. The folks who ain't necessarily doing it for health, they just yeah. like, don't want. Yeah, they just doing it because, you know, they don't want to end up killing more animals just for their benefit. I can see hey, that. I'll be in the I'll be in line with them. I'll be in line. Right with in line. Chicken is chicken. Chicken is chicken. Yes. Chicken is chicken. One hundred. You know what? That's the that's the name of the episode. Chicken is chicken. We not name. We not name. Next episode. Chicken is chicken. We not. Because we we already missed repercussions. Uh, Man, listen. The my brain cells failed me. Like <laughs> I could actively see in the video the moment my brain stopped working. <laughs> the steam started coming out of her ears everything. I, I was like, stop, wait, let's phone a friend. What am I actually trying to say? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. But I mean, what do you so with with chicken now being a thing as far as lab grown meat? Do you see it expanding into seafood, pork, beef? I can see them doing pork and beef before they get to seafood. 
now here here's the funny thing about the pork and stuff. So you know, since we talk about like vegans and everybody, you know how some people don't like unclean meats, like animals that don't feed off of grass and grain mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that's why they don't eat pig and everything. If they do lab grown meat, I mean lab grown pork, would that be a cleaner meat? Or like say lab grown duck and all of the other creatures and stuff that people don't like guess, because of that. What I would be curious on what goes into the process of actually growing it because. Dang, you're talking about possibly chemically modified meat as well. Possibly, but ain't it already like chemically modified since it's lab grown? Yes. Except, however, the big thing that they care about is what part of the animal is it coming from? Like, because it's it's, it's an actual animal cell. Yeah. It all depends on where that cell is coming from right now. So, what's the difference between it and cloning? It's not so. Is this would this be in the same divide as when they was cloning lambs and sheep and stuff to see if that could work in a lab, or is this like completely different? Or it sounds like they starting from the bottom, like animal yeah, cell. We watch it grow until it's full size, instead of mm-hmm. let's just take this sheep and make another sheep. But then the thing is, they're not actively feeding it. It's not like the, la- the it's not like the lab grown chicken is like running around a mm. lab farm. It's just growing in like a little surrogate machine. Okay. So like, wouldn't that mean like our pork could be healthier? You know what I'm saying? All the fish that have all the mercury, like you got to eat a whole lot of fish to get the mercury only, poisoning. But you know what I mean? The only thing that I could think of is like when they start expanding into other meats. Like how how is the production of these meats going to be taken care of because the only thing i can think about is uh cross-contamination yeah i could see something like that yeah depending on what kind of meat it is and depending on what's the process like if the process for making lab-grown chicken is different from lab-grown pork but y'all all making it in the same factory like what's the risk of those chemicals or those processes getting mixed up and now we got lab grown chicken that has stuff in it that the lab grown pork's supposed to have in it and vice mm-hmm. versa. Hey that might be a dope combination though. Lab grown chicken beef. That's a lawsuit. Chicken beef? That's a lawsuit. That is a lawsuit. Food shrimp pork. Instead of wrapping your shrimp in bacon, it already got it built in. Say say this with and me. this lawsuit. Chicken beef? <laughs> you know how when you I, go to Hibachi I, I, you gotta pick your two meats unwillingly they merged unknowingly eating chicken beef is a lawsuit. Now, if we go to the store and it says lab-grown chicken beef, you have at it because obviously it's made it past the process. But but that's what I'm saying. Look at the, poten- look at the potential, bro. You, it's like potential. When, you go to, when you go to hibachi and you got to sit here, do I want chicken, do I want steak, or do I want shrimp? Bro, I'm getting chicken steak all in one! Come on, man! This is why we associate you with food. Bro, he the food person. Bro, <laughs> we, all we, right. We, this 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 is what I want you to do. We gonna send you to DC to try the lab grown meat, and I as will. you eat, and as you eating it, you'll be like, "Hey, come here." You know what would be even better? Chicken beef. And <laughs> bro, 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 chicken beef, bro. Like a chick, like bro. It's not a chicken fried steak. It's legit chicken steak, bro. Shrimp pork. Not Tri- shrimp pork. They're going to have to do so many tests. Shrimp bacon, bro. They're going to have to do so many. They're going to have to do so many tests. Because I can just see so many people getting sick. 
Like, Records yeah, it's, make it's very sick. much not even, they have no real test of it being, you know, affected in the environment. So this is like a complete run of just, okay, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Look, long long as it don't give me cancer or no more cancer than McDonald's do, long as it don't <laughs> give me the runs, I'm going to eat it. Our food already bad. We're going to see. You're going to try it first. Yeah. And let us know. I am. I am. <laughs> oh, man. But another topic that I wanted to touch on right quick before we get into our first topic of the episode. Um, Serena and Venus Williams uh, have been minority owners of the Miami Dolphins since 2009. But currently, as of 2023, their ownership stake has grown from one something billion to four point six billion. So that's pretty dope with them being the first African American women having ownership state in an NFL Congrats. team. The way that they did the post on Instagram, they made it seem like it was recent, but then I did the research and they was like, no, nah, we they've been here since two thousand and nine. It's I just that it's... their the state, the worth of their state has increased. Uh-huh. Investments in sports teams is a lot. It's a lot to manage. So shout out to them. Because doesn't Jay-Z have a stake? Is it Does he have a stake in like the NFL period or is it a specific I, team? I, so he partners with the NFL last I checked. Okay. Now, could that mean he has investments in NFL stock and enough shares to have be a primary voter in like their conversations? Probably. I'm not sure, but I know he partners with them and but, works alongside them. But as a whole, the NFL as a whole, and not just a specific See, team. I wouldn't know. Jay-Z do be making business deals. Like, he just sold, it wasn't even title recently. It was something else he just sold or did a lawsuit and made a really good, a few billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But I don't know with the NFL. Mm. I, thought but, mean, I know Jay-Z is involved in the NBA. Yeah, but that's a specific team. Is it the full NBA or was it a specific team? It was a specific team. That's why uh, Brooklyn Nets is now in. Okay. Yeah. I do remember that. But I I feel like for the NFL, it was the NFL as a whole and not a specific team. Yeah, I think he's just a partner. I don't think he's necessarily like a shareholder. He could be, but I I think he was just, which isn't bad. I think he was just a partner. Well, either okay. way, it's yeah. I, I, it was just going back to your point that investing in sports, yeah, makes yeah. Shout out, yeah, shout out to him because it it takes a lot. I know somebody just got rid of their shares in a sports team. I can't remember the individual's name, but it takes a lot. To, it's a lot to manage because now you playing around with like millions and millions of dollars directly, yeah. and all the folks under you are basically employed under you at this point. Like it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. I think it's really dope as far as uh, Serena and Venus Williams because, you know, they already in that sports area. So they kind of understand, like, the inner workings of all of it. It's just, you know, NFL, tennis. But I I feel like on the business again, it all works the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. They might also have more empathy for the athletes and stuff like that might offer some better deals and stuff for them. Exactly. Yeah. So, but one more announcement. I know I said one more thing and then the topics, but want to let everybody know if you're listening or watching that this is going to be our last podcast episode for a while. Um, 
We're about to, I'm about to go on vacation for a while as well as we'll be going to DreamCon. So if you're going to DreamCon, make sure you look for the Blurred Mob podcast. Um, but we will be going on break for those two events. Once we come back, we're going to get back acclimated to life as life is. And then we will be back with more episodes, mob reviews versus Tuesdays, etc. So make sure you guys follow us on our social media platforms so you can stay up to date with what's going on with the mob. So let's get into it. Woo-woo. First topic of the day. We got our first Mortal Kombat cast trailer for the Lin Kuei. And the roster is looking nice. The roster is looking nice. We got Smoke, Hellfire Scorpion. I want to put emphasis on Hellfire Scorpion. We got another look at Sub-Zero, and they've brought Rain to the main roster. As far as cameo fighters, we saw Cyrax, Sector, and Frost. So I got two questions <coughs> for this discussion. How do we feel about the characters that were introduced in this trailer, and who do we think is next? The funny thing is, we were just talking about this, what, in the last episode when we was mm-hmm. talking about? Because, Ralph, you wanted Noob to come back, right? That's what you were saying in the last episode? I was saying Noob uh, and Smoke. Yeah, Ralph, like, yeah, Ralph had said Smoke. And I was like, I could see Smoke coming back. I could definitely see Smoke come back. And they did. It like they doing him some justice. It looks good. I love the Lin Kuei storyline now that yeah. Scorpion is, there, is a part of it. That's dope. Rain, we got some Indians coming up in here. But when it came to your second question, I think I want to see some Indians. I want to I see. I think they're next. Because I like. My top three main roster wise is Jay, <coughs> Panya, and Sindel. But I also could see them doing Tanya and Sindel as cameo. I could see them going either way. But I think Jay for sure is going to be on the main roster. Well, wasn't Sindel in the original Mortal Kombat? OG, OG Mortal Kombat? Like two, three, I can't remember. She's always been a relevant character to the storyline, kind of like how Tanya was in Mortal Kombat 4. So it depends. You know, I. But with her being Katana's mother, I could see see it going either way with how they ingrain her into the storyline. Okay. But. What I was saying on Twitter, like, the way they did this, how it was, like, Lin Kuei theme, I would love it if, like, the next character reveals, like, we do an Indenia theme, we do an Outworld theme, so we can see between Devora, Reptile, and Aaron Black, Baraka. which one of them are coming back, Baraka, all of them. But Indenia, they should be next. I want my girl Jade back. Yeah. Rain is an Indenian, even though some people forget that. And I want to see what y'all bringing. I want to see who y'all got. I think, <sighs> I think they need to bring... You also forgot... Well, I am very unsure about how they're going to do special forces because all the special forces people are cameo fighters. Mm. So, I don't know. That could open more room for other people, I guess, because we... uh, Yeah, Sonya, Jax, all of them. Striker, all of... Except every... In, Johnny Cage, I mean, based on previous gameplay, you could consider Johnny Cage Special Forces, but his origins wasn't Special Forces, so. So, 
going with my prediction, if they did an Earth Realm trailer, honestly, well, I wonder if they're going to have any Earth Realm people in here for real, for real as regular. Now, the, only, the only people we've seen was Kung Lao and Raiden, as far as yeah. Earth Realm. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm only saying that because I'm I'm seeing a lot of male characters and not enough female characters. We've only seen Frost is a cameo fighter, Sonya is a cameo fighter, and only Katana and Melina have been confirmed to be on the main roster. Right. I don't, if they do an Indian trailer, I think that's what we'll get a lot of them. Because even when it comes to Outworld, we only got really Devora and Shigoro. Mm hmm. Yeah, you uh, keep calling that lady Shigoro, that's, and that's, that's not the name. name. That's, that's the name I'm accustomed to. That's the name I'm accustomed to. That's always what I called her. Shigoro. 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 Be so funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know who got that stuck in my head, but that's always what I've been calling her for the longest. That is hilarious, but I think I think the Adenians are next, just because of like their portion, like when the first initial trailer drop it went earth realm lin Kuei, adenians and mm-hmm. they didn't really show a little a lot of outworld but i think just based on how this trailer went i think the indians might be next they might they're going to give more insight into what katana and melina's storyline is supposed to be yeah yeah i would agree Cause, Cause, now they saying Melina just got a disease. It's not like, oh, she was mm-hmm. some science experiment by Shao Kahn. She just, <laughs> she's got right. a disease that makes her open her mouth like <laughs> at a freaking. Man, alien. <laughs> I seen that video of how they animated of how they animated her mouth. I said, oh, she needs to put that shit away. <laughs> like, like, like she like something from Predator versus Alien, bro. Like, like it, yeah. like it went out, and then two more pieces came out, and I was like, what is, uh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Not even Predator versus Alien. She like one of them monsters from I Am Legend, bro. Like that's Man, what she looks she like. She looked mm. like them demi dogs from Stranger Things. Bro. That's what she looked like. She does. She gonna bite she some really Like she need to put that up. But I like that they made her the older sister. Yeah. So the, and but with her having the disease, the outworld disease, it's like okay, they might not let you sit on the throne if you if they find out you got this disease. And now she's yeah. going all Azula in the head, thinking that Kitana trying to take her throne, and it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I I also like how they went in depth. Did y'all see how they went in depth with like the cameo fighters? Mm-hmm. And how like mm-hmm. each cameo fighter ain't just a simple, oh, I'ma give you another like pow pow bang bang to hurt the other person. Some of them can be strategically like Kun Lao can help you teleport across the field. Mm-hmm. Some of them will be um combo starters, which will be really good for the characters that don't got the most extended combos. I was like, that adds a very interesting step. You're not just picking because you like how they look really. You're picking them because of like how can they add to your gameplay? I like how they sh- they show the tag team X rays just when they were introducing Cyrax and Sector of like how those oh, yeah. would work. So I mm-hmm. I think they showed a lot of good gameplay features in this in this trailer. Yeah, it's, it's giving me Ninja Storm. I never as got into Ninja Storm. Yeah. You never. So Ninja Storm Four was more so you know you'll have your backup characters as like your support, so they'll be very much what you were saying, Ryan. You know that extra support character to be like, hey, if you lack in this area, we can improve here, or we could just help you out with the combo. Okay. Okay. So I, I feel like that's what they're kind of piggybacking off of. 
I will give mm. them this though. I definitely applaud the continuous gameplay showcases because my number one question was how relevant are these cameo fighters going to be? And they are proving yeah. like, yeah, you could do a lot of shit with these cameo fighters, like mm-hmm. tag team x-rays, helping out with the combos, using their special abilities to navigate on the uh the battle platform. Like, yeah, it's some pros to using this and not just you having somebody in the back that you could use to fight. All right. Yeah. yeah. They look interesting. I Cause, Cause, you made a good point. It seemed like all of Earthworm was dominating the cameo fighters, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and story wise, I'm wondering why Liu Kang evil self then kept Cyrex and Sector as robots instead of I know, right? Forms. And then made Frost human. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 must he must he must he must like Frost. I That's wonder. I wonder if another piece of the Lin Kuei storyline was maybe being the cyber Lin Kuei is more of a choice than a what it was in the previous ones, like, this is the future of the Lin Kuei. It's like, no, we have human Lin Kuei, and we have cyber Lin Kuei, and we all live in harmony, and it's just a choice of how you want to improve yourself mm-hmm. as a ninja. I wonder if he changed it to be that way. And yeah, Frost said she ain't with that. You said what, Ryan? Mm-hmm. I said Frost said she ain't with that. <laughs> At all. Not at all. But yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking, Ralph, that it's possible that be, and, and they're making the Lin Kuei a more unified brotherhood because adding in Scorpion, making Cyrex and Sector still Cyber Lin Kuei, it could all just go into that big Lin Kuei, Defender of Earth Realms, Brotherhood type thing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how they changed Smoke's story as well. So before he was, you know, an assassin of the Lin Kuei, but now he's their adopted brother. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're really sticking this brotherhood storyline for the Lin Kuei. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, Scorpion was like, we may not be by, we may not be related by blood, but I'm still your brother too and everything. Like, Right. So that was, was hinted like, to the fact that he's adopted. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, it's, it, it's looking good. The Lin Kuei got a little good storyline going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the graphics look great. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who they introduce next. I'm ready for the beta. I'm ready for the game. Like, as long as they keep showing gameplay trailers, you can be sure that you will get your Mortal Kombat 1 updates on the Blurred Mob podcast. As yeah. long as they keep it coming. Look, I hate that we ain't all in the same city to play against each other, man. Man, it's one day. One, one day, day. we're going to make it happen. <laughs> Look. We got to schedule a mini vacation on like the fall or something. Like, hey, we play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> hop, on, hop on the stream. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. <laughs> but, uh, man, moving on to our next topic. It's another video game topic. Um, Nintendo Direct Summer 2023 happened a couple weeks ago. We got a couple highlights. Um, the new Super Mario Bros. 2D game, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. We're going to Super Mario RPG remake. They show an extended gameplay of Pikmin 4. We're getting the next two waves of the Mario Kart 8 expansion. Um, the Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon remastered game. Sonic Superstars. And then they announced some games, some new Switch ports. The Metal Gear Solid Collection and the Batman Arkham series. Now that was a lot of content. But 
as Ron is listening there snoring, I have to wonder, is Nintendo losing their touch? Because I listed a lot of things, but it wasn't a lot that caught my attention at this Nintendo Direct. If if you're just a diehard Nintendo fan, you're probably happy. You're probably happy. But Nintendo need to innovate, bro. Like, I need something new. Like, the newest thing they really got is Breath of the Wild. Like, in terms of something new and innovative to gaming, mm-hmm. like, what have they had since then? I mean, Tales of a Kingdom, you had a second one, but like... I think they need to let Mario rest. Or just do something more innovative with the IP. Like, so they, you go, Raph. No, you go, Raph. I'm, I, I ain't, I'm a complain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to let this be known. I do not have a switch, so do not bash me. But um, Super Mario Wonder seemed interesting. And they did add a few more mechanics that I didn't notice. You can actually skid on on you know surfaces, or you can just hang from the slide back. I did notice that Elephant Mario and like all the different transformations. I'm kind of iffy on. The only thing about Super Mario Bros. Wonder that I was like, hell yeah, is that the fact that they finally made Daisy a yeah. playable character. Yes. Now, when Mario turned into that elephant, I was like, y'all have to be for real. And that kind of, I guess, curious, it 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 scratches the mind to a point where what other animals are they going to try to bring in? They already we did a cat. We did a cat. Raccoon. Yeah. Tanuki uh, Mario. Yeah. Shrooms. He might even turn uh, into a Koopa. But, I I think it would have been a bit more on brand if he was turning into one of the enemies. Like, he touched something, he could turn into a Goomba for some reason. Or he uh-huh. gets a shell, a Koopa shell, for some reason. I feel like that's a bit more brand on brand. But an elephant? That has yeah. nothing. No, no association. I mean, but, you know, term- it, was, it was nice. Did the RPG catch your eyes at all? No. No. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and say it. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, be for, I'm, not, I'm going to be for real. No. The one thing that somewhat caught my eye, and I can see potential in the Switch itself, is WarioWare. And the reason I say that, it involves the most motion, and it just takes me back to a Wii kind of feel as far as dancing games, as far as movement games. So maybe they're they're dimming light that is like far in the distance that you really can't touch, but you can know is there. I feel like they can at least try to go back to that. I don't know. I feel like we're in a dark room. (laughs) I mean, even in dark rooms, you can still see. I, I, I got twenty twenty vision and I don't see the light that you're seeing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. WarioWare oh, out of everything that they show, I think WarioWare was like not it was not on my twenty twenty three bingo card. Like that was not <laughs> what I was expecting them to show at a Nintendo Direct. Like I'm not I'm indifferent to it. I was like, okay, yeah. WarioWare. The only real thing that stuck out to me 
was the Luigi's Mansion remake. Cause I don't I don't didn't play this Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I think this is the one that they put on the Wii. But they they're remastering it and put it on Switch. And I'm a huge Luigi's Mansion fan. So I was like, okay. But even yeah. then, it's a remaster and not like something y'all newly created. It, it honestly feels like Nintendo's like a few years behind. Because y'all remember like, it couldn't have been, right before this generation began, everybody was complaining about all the reboots and remasters coming to video games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Nintendo said, we don't care what y'all said. We got a franchise. We're going to bring it back. And I'm like, no, bro, like, make something new. And and I, I might be sounding I, contradictory because I know when makes baseball drop, I'm going to be excited. I know when a new Mario Kart drop, but, I'm going to be excited. But, but this is my thing about the sports games, though. The, the innovation in some of these sports games makes sense as far as, like, a next installment into this yeah. franchise. Because Aces beautiful magical it was a great game like they did drop the ball on they dropped the ball on strikers and they dropped the ball on golf but i feel like some they like with strikers the whole battle league thing and making your home your own armor for like different stats and things like that like i felt like that was adding a bit of oomph on that next installment and it made sense but like going back to super mario bros wonder why the hell are we turning into an elephant she said that's the best y'all could do. Like what? What? An elephant. The innovation was turning Mario into an elephant. Like, let me tell like, you. Like, like, let me tell you the difference of when they dropped Tanuki Mario in this elephant. When they dropped Tanuki Mario with the ability that Mario can fly over the platform, that was something. Because we've been running this whole time, running and jumping and riding Yoshi's. You mean to tell me I can get this power up and fly? I'm a flying what? And then it was like, okay, it's there. And then I see this elephant, and I was like, why the why the fuck is Mario an elephant? But but that's the thing. Like I, I honestly, if they made like a new Super Mario Sunshine or even something a spin on Galaxy, like Super Mario Nexus, I don't freaking know. Super Mario Fantasy, I don't freaking know. <laughs> like it I, just it. I feel like they running out of things to do with Mario, and I yeah, I I honestly feel like. They're running out of things to do with Mario. And it makes yeah. me nervous about what's going to happen when Mario Kart 9 drops. Because Mario Kart 9 is coming. Yeah. And the way they've been made these new tracks that they've been dropping on this expansion pack, I'll give them Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island is nice. This squeaky clean circuit with us driving through somebody's bathroom. Why? Hey. <laughs> Like, yeah. come on. I, uh, I guess, I guess I just want to see them do something new. Like when Mario Kart we dropped and we had the Wii Remote and they had brought the motorcycles, dope, really cool. Mm-hmm. After after that, they brought back Mario Kart Eight Deluxe because ain't nobody buy the Wii U and they didn't get to experience the flying gliders and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But y'all got to come with it with Mario Kart Nine. What's the hey, new function? The planes, they got to be something new. They have to bring the planes. I'm not playing with them. They have to bring the planes. It, it's gonna take it over the top if they okay. bring back the planes. 
It need to be like, you remember, what's that mode in um, GTA where you do like a triathlon, you go from running to riding mm-hmm. a bike in the boat and possibly in a plane. They need to do something like that. Like this need to be like Mario Kart they triathlon need, or something. They need to bring back the planes. <laughs> they need to have flying specific tracks that, hey, you pick a car, hey, you pick a plane, you know, depending on what track comes up next in this Grand Prix, you either going to have to fly or you're going to have to drive. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to throw some boats in there too. Shoot, just go, go, like go hard. Do something, like do something that's like groundbreaking. I think the planes, like, I, as far because I feel like they're gonna keep the customization options for like picking the different wheels and the cars and stuff. I think the plane, adding in the plane would have better reception than adding in boats because planes could be like, oh, I got a rocket, or oh, I got a yeah. uh, airplane, I got a fighter jet, mm-hmm. or oh, I got a uh, one of those. Forgot the one person planes that don't really go that high i forgot the name of them crop dusters right a crop duster like i feel like with the customization options i think the planes may be more appealing appealing than doing boats yeah i i just want them to i I think i just want to see more out of nintendo as me as a consumer because like what you were saying before ryan like if you're a ride or die nintendo fan i think this was a really good nintendo direct for you but as for me, who's seeing Mortal Kombat 1, Spider-Man 2, and all of these other Assassin's Creed making the comeback that it's making, like seeing all these big known IPs making these huge progressions in their franchises, like I need a little bit more from y'all. If y'all gonna stick to Mario, if y'all gonna stick to Luigi's Mansion, they talking about they making a Peach game. Um, like y'all gonna have I feel like y'all gonna have to come with it. They gonna have to yeah. bring it. Yeah. And, and I don't wanna I don't wanna shame them. Like I I, I kinda did drop the ball on the what was the last thing they innovated. They did that Arceus game for Pokemon, but even okay. then it was fi- it was filled with glitches and everything else. Like it was I enjoyed was, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but that also had glitches. It it was burning the hell out of my Nintendo Switch to play that giant. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I know Nintendo don't see Sony and Microsoft as their competitors, but, bro, y'all need the hardware, and y'all need some good software to match. Like, y'all got to make it work. Y'all got the technology. Y'all yeah. are a multi-billion dollar company. You can do it. Do something. And I, I guess, and I'm not mad at them getting the Switch ports for Metal Gear Solid and Batman Arkham, but to make it a whole piece of the direct, like I'm seeing Batman trailers that I saw in 2015. Like, come on, y'all. We ain't nobody. Going you're back wasting. To play you're that. wasting my unlimited minutes. I need, <laughs> I need to see something else. <laughs> yeah. I I don't need to see a full trailer of three Batman games. Nah. Yeah, three Batman games that I've already played. I don't need to see that. That don't do nothing. It don't do nothing. Like, I mean. With with Nintendo's games that's coming out, it don't look like they're really bringing a whole bunch of heat right now. Um, I hope they're working on some on the back end. And in this this Nintendo Direct was just to put something out because everybody been doing their game showcases. So let's put out a Nintendo it. Direct. And sure, but I know that next Nintendo Direct better have something in it. Amen. Mm. Honestly, if they do baseball and Mario Kart, I'll give Nintendo Switch a C plus or a B minus for this generation. And that's if baseball and Mario Kart 9 are good, not like strikers. 
I'm I am cautiously optimistic for both. I really am. Because they drop they dropped the ball on strikers. So that makes me nervous for baseball because this last baseball installment that they did on we had an insane roster. That roster is maybe 40 plus 50 plus players deep. Mm-hmm. And the way that they did strikers where the roster wasn't even complete. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Which is crazy. Which is crazy due to how solid the roster was for Aces. Like, I don't... How'd y'all go backwards? Like, y'all got y'all know what these characters look like. Y'all know they specials. Y'all have done it over and over again. I think it it's might... It's all recycled. I wonder if it just has to do with the... It could have been the mechanics. Like, every with every player having, like, their own special move and the way that you can do the armor and stuff. I, I can see it two ways. You promised the game... But you couldn't, but the date you promised it on, it wasn't complete. So you had to see what you had and make everything else DLC. I can also see it the way that the team sizes are because the teams are like four people building your armor, all of the other mechanics that goes into that. And it was just like, that's a lot of work to do for each character. So here's this limited roster and then the rest of it is DLC. Listen. Nintendo need to get smoke for making incomplete games just like Sony and Microsoft do. Yeah. They need the same smoke. I'm not letting it slide with this baseball game, though. That ba- uh, yeah. The size of a baseball team? I'm a neat. Yo, he can't have the same people on his baseball team that I got on my baseball team. I'm not I, having it. I I'm not having that- it. It needs to be enough characters to where if someone wanted to make up to three to four teams, they could They could. Have- easily. No Easy. duplicates because the None way that. that Super Sluggers is, that's how Super Slug- fifty plus characters. And and Mario Universe has more than enough people to do it, more than enough. And they did it without putting in. Ain't no Link, ain't no Rosalina, none of them folks. Look. They did it without bringing in all the extra people that they bring in for Smash Bros and Mario Kart and stuff. Like they have the characters. Look, but here's a, even if you look at Mario Kart, it's mostly Mario characters. Mm-hmm. Even if you look mm-hmm. at Aces, if you get all those characters, add your Petey Piranhas, add the Shy Guys and everybody, you can make a full roster. You can. I'm. That's even if they working on baseball, because Aces, out of the sports remakes for the Switch, Aces is the only one that gets that full hit. marks. That's the yeah. only one that gets full marks. That's the only one that really hit. So I, I hope that I hope they have baseball, but I can also see them being cautious on releasing baseball just because of the reception the other two got. Yeah. And as a disappointed fan, bring back Star Fox Assault. Y'all y'all ain't done it since GameCube. Bring it back. Folks don't I know forgot about, about I it. forgot about Star Fox. Yeah. Star Fox Assault had a nice little land mode that at the time was a little like controversial, but I loved it because it was like a solid shooting game mm-hmm. where you also had vehicular combat and everything, like kind of like a mini Halo Nintendo version of that kind of setup. And they ain't done that in a minute. Basically, what we're saying okay. is that Nintendo got more IPs than Mario, so let's let's do some with them. And if you're gonna do Mario, let's do something else. Let's innovate. More than Mario and Pokemon. Y'all got way more than just Mario and Pokemon. Honestly. They have been riding Mario and yeah. Pokemon forever. And, and Zelda was they 
kind of like they're light out. Like, that's kind of made it go like, oh, well, y'all did this. They did this. Yeah, they did that. But how many other games they got? But think how about how but think about how long they worked on it, too. Like, that was care. That was a work in progress. They dropping Pokemon games every year. For what? They need to stop that, too. Because <laughs> even when they brought back Mystery Dungeon, it flopped. And I'm a huge fan of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh, yeah, I didn't buy Mystery Dungeon. Exactly. Now I'm treating Pokemon as like 2K or NFL. It's gotten to that point. I know exactly what you mean by that. It's gotten to that point. Expect the Pokemon. You buy it because it's out and you know exactly what you're going to get from it. Yup. Mm-hmm. I will say Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was good, but I do think they should have took some more time. Like just coming out with all the bugs and stuff that it came out with, I think they could have took a little bit more time to get this out. But I think the concept of it, as well as the multiple storylines, I think on that end, it was a really good Pokemon game. Okay. My my whole thing is I heard Arceus was good, but like, like even if y'all bring stuff back, Mystery Dungeon should not have flopped. And like, where's Pokemon Coliseum? Re- not a remake, Yo. a reboot. Like Pokemon Coliseum slash XD Gale of Darkness, like those two, that franchise? They they brought back. It's been three generations. They got the N sixty four versions on Switch, but yeah, bring no. back yeah, bring back a Poke yeah, yeah. Coliseum was fire. Coliseum bro. was woo. Gale of Darkness <laughs> that was fire like a legit as a three D Pokemon that played just like the two D ones, but they had the little shadow Pokemon elements and everything. It was solid. Coliseum Coliseum was nice. Just the feel of it was. It was nice. Really good. Really good. Oh, man. But I do want to move on to our next topic. So, at the beginning of the episode, Ron alluded to Threads, our new Twitter alternative for Meta. We're going to give, we've downloaded the app, we've played around with it. So, we are going to give you guys a Blur Mob Podcast first look review on Threads. So, the discussion is, what do we think of the UI, the feel, the current features, and would we recommend this to anybody who's been thinking about downloading threads? UI, it's Twitter with an Instagram theme, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty smooth. It's missing some stuff. It's missing hashtags. I ain't really get to see how DMs work. You got to kind of jump through hoops and ladders to see who you're following. I don't think there's any DMs. There, there is no DMs. There's no DMs. So there we go. They ain't brought in ads because they want folks to get comfortable with it first. But I definitely see a thousand people that I don't follow um, popping up on my timeline. And then I don't see that one of the folks I'm following liked or retweeted the post. They're just there. But it's basically Twitter's follow, um for you page. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. With facebook's you know modern modern moderation and all that good stuff okay it's it's solid like uh, i have to agree with ryan um i definitely feel like it has that entire instagram feel but it's just overlaid on twitter but I'm interested to see where they go from here as far as features. Um, Right now, you have a limit of 500 characters per message. You have the ability to add links, photos, videos up to five minutes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's 
that's pretty decent for an app that just came out a couple days ago, you know? Yeah. But I, I, mean, I kind of, I also feel like it's kind of standard though. It's, yeah. It should have been on there. So as far as getting the standard features, despite not having DMs, but despite standard features, I think they check all the boxes for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even to add, they added a feature where like you're under 16, you your account instantly goes private. I I, I do like that. Okay. I do like that. I yeah. feel like that's very necessary. That's yeah. what's up. But, but other than that, I mean, they all they have all the same core accessibility stuff as Instagram. It's just just you know, words, no pictures. Yeah, very much. And, and I'm gonna be honest, they cheated. They cheated because all these new social apps, I I don't heard of Macedona, Spill, Be Real, and all these other platforms that try to get a head start. But I'm gonna just be honest. Instagram said, "Hey, we got a library of users within three clicks of a button." You can have a Threads account, and it can't be deleted unless you delete your Instagram, yeah. which is so funny. They they <laughs> like that. They, they like that. Oh, <laughs> so so it's all connected. You got your Threads ID on your main Instagram account, like a little barcode, mm-hmm. and it's not bad. Honestly, it's kind of cool. But they cheated. Like, let's just be real. This they 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 cheated. They they caught up in the rat race because they rat had a whole car and a bike to run on. Yeah, and but even I, to add. To um, your point, Ryan, the whole spill, what was it? Um, Metable or something like that? Something like that. Mastodon? Mastodon. It's something. I can't pronounce it. And then like Be Real and all them. Yeah, they're supposed to be gearing towards being integratable with them. So... The funniest, yo, and this is the funniest feature that I've seen on Threads. Why can't I share my Threads to my Twitter account? There's, so a, button, the there's sh- a button that says tweet. If you click the little arrow, like like the, the DM button on Instagram, but on Threads, it has a tweet feature, and you click on it, and it sends you to Twitter with the link <laughs> to your Thread. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, that's why, wild. That's why they getting sued. Because why are you doing That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. I ain't, I ain't even mad at that. I, Mark, look, Mark, be, be hey, Mark is funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, my huh. God. Oh, look, man. I, I, I ain't mad at them for being petty. I I like I like the battle with the billionaires. I like hey, that's funny. That that was hilarious. When I saw that, I was like, "Yo, that's why he's yeah. upset." <laughs> but like, I I definitely agree with you guys. The UI is pretty straightforward. It feels like a Twitter type app, which one hundred percent had to the feel, the look of it had to be there for you to call yourself a Twitter alternative. That was standard. Mm-hmm. Um. It's to me it, the the only reason why it feels a bit foreign is because my Twitter community is not the same as my Instagram community. So seeing Ooh. so seeing my Instagram community on my TL is is weird. Like I'm not expecting to see you guys like actually like tweeting stuff. I'm used to seeing pictures of you guys and then going on Twitter and getting a different kind of community and environment. And I'm just getting, and that's that's the foreign piece for me 
The other thing is that y'all not ignorant enough for me yet. <laughs> so, 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 food. That's what I really wanted to ask y'all. Like, what do y'all think the culture on Threads is going to look like? Like, like Twitter. Some people love it because of all of the discourse, all the variable opinions, especially since Elon got to it. But a lot of people see it as a cesspool. Hence why they like Threads. Threads is like the we running around is rainbow sunshines and unicorns, and we and we shooting rainbow dust because we happy. We in a good mood. We ain't talking down on nobody. That seems like the vibe that I was getting. I don't but feel like that's going to last that long. I, I think because it's new. I think because the app is new. People are still adjusting to how this works. The other fact is, is that your followers are your Instagram followers, and you're not following the same people on Twitter as you would on Instagram. So it's kind of like you're dealing with two different environments. But I feel like if everybody starts using threads and we start using this the way we use Twitter and we start getting active, it's I think we're gonna get back into the same spot. Oh, yeah. But that's the I, part I, I But that's the part I kind of don't like. Cause like on Twitter we can get a little ignorant with like the folks we talking to. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 communicate I'm communicating with y'all for different reasons. When I saw my Instagram followers, I was like do I care? Like, this no offense feels, to y'all. Like this Do I feels, care about y'all opinions? Like, <laughs> when I go on threads, it feels very holy. And I was like, y'all not ghetto on here. Like, I got, <laughs> I got on threads and people posted. I'm not, like, this is a joke. But I get on there, people posting Bible verses, inspirational quotes. And I was like, whoa, let me go back to Twitter. What are y'all doing? <laughs> 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 but But that's real, though. Like, I, like... Some folks might don't follow me after I say this. I, that feature was like, oh, do you want to set it to where when anybody you follow on Instagram makes their account you follow them? I had to turn that off. I said, no. I don't know if I want, I, like, no offense to them. I don't know if I care about what they got to say. I, the people I care about what they got to say are on Twitter. I did it because when I didn't, I skipped it for the same reason as you. But when I skipped yeah. it, the way that my timeline was set up, I was like, I don't like the way this looks. So I did it just so I could get some type of mix up in the TL. But I think as I start using it more, because the other weird part of this is, is like, do I just copy and paste my tweet and put it on threads? Like, when do I use this? When do I use Twitter? Like, that's, I'm still trying to find the balance in between that. But I think like, as I start getting more into the app and using it and, you know, seeing the community that I'm interacting with. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of y'all coming off my follow list. I'm not finna look at all yeah. y'all. And it's and it's not to be offensive, but just being real, even on Twitter, once you surpass two hundred, you fo- surpass following two hundred people, you ain't keeping up with what everybody's saying. Exactly. Just being real. Yeah. The algorithm just, don't even work like that for real. Like you could be following some people and never see one tweet from them. Yeah, unless you see they coming under another viral tweet or whichever tweet went viral off of the generalized people that you do follow. Like mm-hmm. I follow a lot of manga accounts. I'm gonna see the viral manga tweet, but the individual manga based accounts I follow, I'm not gonna see them every day. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think it's just going to take some time for everybody to just get acclimated and using it, you know. Yeah. It's it, it's going it's going to start out looking real shiny and holy and as time progresses it's just going to start toy. to It's a new toy. You're going to take care yeah. of your new toy and then after a while it's going to look like Cynthia from the Rugrats. And that's been, <laughs> that's, and then, that's what I'm waiting for. Where's Cynthia at? <laughs> well, I will give you some pushback. Facebook moderation slash, well, don't let me say Facebook. Meta's moderation when it comes to content in comparison to Twitter 
It's a lot more stricter. I didn't. I didn't already seen. I didn't already seen on threads. It's done. It's done. I didn't already seen it. I'm I'm dead serious. I heard those was getting blocked. I I heard those those they were getting they was getting banned for that stuff. We was scrolling and we said they might be banned now, but it it was able to go through and it was on the TL. Mm. Okay, because I about to say I follow a few. OS models. Let's be adults here. Let's be adults here. Go ahead. Go ahead. I follow a few, you know, OS employees on Instagram because, you know, I enjoy the um their startup modeling careers being posted and seeing that growth. But the ones I follow, I ain't seen them breaking those barriers on threads. I mean, I I saw one video. So I can't just say, you know, they just out here video, 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 video. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm just telling you that one of the videos made it. Now, they could be mm, banned. The video yeah. could have been took it down. Their profile could be gone. But I'm just letting you know it made it through the cracks. So if one made it. <laughs> And, and Ralph, you laughing at me, but Foop is the one who had that on her timeline. So it wasn't, it wasn't me. I what just the, said look, I saw it. It wasn't. Hey, 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 I'm hey. not finna expose nobody. It hey. was it was not my TL. Hey. It wasn't my TL. I just said I saw oh, it on oh, threads. Oh, okay. It wasn't my TL. Listen, I thought it was your TL. I was saying, my you, TL. Got, you got some raunchy content up there. Went, I'm just saying it wasn't my TL. I'm just saying that on somebody's TL, I saw it. <laughs> I saw foot to break on it. <laughs> and I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that it made it made it through the cracks. There is no judgment here. <laughs> but it's just funny the way Ryan said it. He was like, you know, he said I follow a few. Oh well. <laughs> hey. I, I, I'll follow their Instagram accounts. I see the advertising. I'm like, I see what you're doing over here. I see what you're doing over here. But you know? but other than that one video, I haven't seen a lot of that. And I kind of yeah, just, sad. I think, for me at least, is that I'm kind of discouraged on going on threads because I have to build my, like, the TL that I have on Twitter has been crafted for years and having that. and having to move over to threads and kind of like start over and to follow all the people that I'm following, making sure that, I, you know, liking the content that I like. So when I do get on threads, I'm seeing content that I'm interested in. Like that takes time. And I feel like that's just been something that is going to eventually happen. But if I wanted it right now, I would have to sit down and dedicate a good amount of time to get my TL the way that I want it to look like. That's true. And you got to wait for everyone else to do it because, you know, it got to be, you got to wait till everybody get comfortable with it. Because mm-hmm. my whole thing is, I if I were to, like, it's kind of it's kind of like a catch-22 because if I were to look for everybody I follow on Twitter and follow them on threads, what's the point? I can just keep following them on Twitter. Exactly. But the folks I follow on Instagram, I only, and in case y'all watch the Blur Mob, it's not that... I only follow y'all for y'all pictures and videos, but that's what I'm used to following you for. Right. Some of you who are like old high school friends, old college friends that I ain't in contact with, I don't know your opinions, your views, your politics, your values and stuff. If you're the mm-hmm. type, if you got the same type of humor that I like to see on my timeline. Right. So now it's like, 
it's like an overhaul. I'm like, no, I don't want to see all this yet. Hold exactly. on, wait a minute. So that's where I was saying, like, the community is like, it's it's weird. And I could see it being discouraging for people who have their Twitter community set up in a way that they're comfortable with and then having to go to threads and just start from the bottom. So, like, mm-hmm. as far as me, would I recommend it? If you are, like, truly sick of Twitter and everything that's been going on, sure, hop on threads. But I don't think it's something essential that you need to do at this moment. Like, yes, yeah, the not next hot, big, shiny thing, and it's easy. It takes you three seconds to sign up, but I don't think it's a necessity for you to have it right now. Now, as far as content creators, go ahead and get on threads. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get on there. Because the other feature that they have is that when you make a thread, you can add it to your Instagram story. They have a feature for that, too. So that's where that integration that we were talking about earlier about having going from threads and going to Instagram and just basically furthering your brand and your content. So as a content creator, it takes three seconds to sign up. Go ahead, make your account so you can make sure that you get your handle and that you can go, you get your audience off jump. Like, go ahead and get started. It's just another place for people to consume your content. But I feel like if you're not a content creator or somebody or, like, you have a business or somebody where social media is very integral to your brand, then I don't think it's a necessity to have right now. I think they still got some ways to go with, like, certain features and things that they need to implement before we can truly call this a Twitter alternative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was also going to say, I could see for the from the monetization process um potential. A lot of companies are probably going to enjoy Threads simply because it is so connected to Instagram. Mm-hmm. That back and forth, if you hire a content creator, market your stuff, or even if you're just doing your own marketing on Threads and Instagram, the fact that you could, hey, I'm gonna start a conversation. I, I Wendy's, I'm gonna start a conversation here. This conversation can easily translate to Instagram. Right. And now you got that back and forth since Instagram is one of the best when it comes to marketing next to like YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Business, businesses finna win. Right. Businesses finna win. But I was going to ask y'all, they keep saying Twitter alternative. Do y'all think this could be a Twitter replacement? Do you think it's going to take away Twitter's slight advantage in the social media game right now? Not right now. No, I, they have, they have a couple more features that they need to implement like before, like it's little things that they don't have DMs. Um, the fact that the, the cool, the nice thing that I did like about Twitter, if I wanted to tweet a gift right now, I have a library of gifts that I can go through. Like they don't have anything like that. We don't have the tweet video or, you know, that option. We don't have, um, what was I about to say? Dang, I was about to say something else that they didn't have. But I I feel like they're missing some features. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're out. Yes, you got, you know, 50 million people to sign up in less than 24 hours. But, like, Twitter is right here right now and Threads is right here. Threads got to get here first. Then we can go here. But as far as feature-wise, they not even right here at the moment. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't I don't see them being on that level yet. Um I mean, first and foremost, they gotta worry about the lawsuit that they just received from Twitter. Um I think so, they were expecting that. All right, yeah. Mark Mark Zuckerberg is too smart to think he was gonna put this out and not get no pushback from Twitter. 
You're right. Oh, yeah. You were right. But I mean, if they can if they can get past that and, you know, what uh uh Foop and Ryan has been saying, um add some more features, you know, make it a little bit better, a little bit more polished. Um it seems to flow pretty nicely. It doesn't it's not too glitchy. I haven't noticed anything um overly bad to just harp on. Yeah. So Yeah. You but- know, I I have to say we can probably revisit this conversation probably by the end of the year again and yeah. just kind of see how they're doing. I agree. I think the other reason yeah. why we might not be seeing too many bugs and stuff is the limited amount of features that we have. Because most of the features that are available on threads are just Instagram features transferred over. And those yeah. are basically perfected. <coughs> so like moving it over yeah. to another platform, I would expect to see little to zero bugs. Now, if they were trying to do something new, like implement some of those heavy Twitter features that we don't get on Instagram, then I can start seeing some bugs and some glitches popping up. And I was going to, and I was going to say part of the reason we probably ain't got DMs. Y'all got to keep in mind, Instagram and Facebook messenger. Well, Instagram DMs and Facebook messenger are kind of merged in a way, or rather they're in, they're connected. You can message someone through your Instagram account. And it connects to their messenger account, which is now separate from Facebook while at the same time being a part of it. Mm-hmm. So they're probably trying to figure out how they're going to make those three applications, well, really four, communicate with each other. I can see that, that okay. DMs, that basically everything, all DMs are Facebook Messenger. No matter where you sent the DM from, it's all yeah. Facebook Messenger. Or they, they call it something else. They take the Facebook out of it and call it Messenger or Meta something, Meta Messenger, Meta Messenger, or something like that. Yeah. So all of your DMs from all of these apps are connected, and it could be like, Foop sent Ryan was looking on his home screen. Foop mess Meta Messenger notification comes up. Foop sent you a thread. Foop sent you a post from Instagram. Foop sent you a video link from Facebook. I could see something like that. And that and that could be a solid overhaul though, cause like I could see it, cause they're connected, but it's not the smoothest thing ever. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, if I if I know that Foop's account is connected to her Facebook, Instagram, and Threads, can I just message this Meta number or Meta account or her general ID, and she can see it through all three platforms, or rather, whatever I send her is visible through all three platforms? If they can figure out how they want to do that. That'll be real smooth, and that could really smooth, and that could be what they're doing because I feel like DMs is a bit like standard feature, and for you guys to exclude DMs, it's possible that they yeah. could be thinking of a way to combine all three, so they don't have three mes- DM mechanisms when they could just you know take this one that you already have and just expand it. Yeah, because you already got Facebook Messenger, or I don't know if it's just Messenger or Facebook Messenger. I don't know if they I think they just it. I think it's just Messenger. Yeah, yeah, like they could figure out how they want to integrate all of that and just completely fix it, completely overhaul it, and make it super buttery smooth if they do right. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Ralph. I feel like Foop been sitting in on Apple's Apple's um reports. What you talking about? I said that sounded a little, little bit too close. What you talking about? What might be going on behind the scenes? Look, man, I just know, I just, you know me. Like she said, she said, she said Zuck had her in the meetings, Ralph. That's what right. it is. She got <laughs> act like she was really there. I'm like, hold she, on, man. Listen, she, you. We she talk- texted Zuck. 
She says, look, look, Ryan, Ryan already said he gonna like what we working on. It's a, it's a good idea. You was right. You I, was right. He texted me. He says, so how you feel about threats? I said, where the DMs at? He says, shush. Some coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the way. It's like, he said it's on the way. <laughs> I promise. I'm just sitting here listening to your conversation. I'm like, it's making sense, but it's making a little bit too much sense right now. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, we've talked, like, even since, like, the beginning, like, when we start putting all three of us in the podcast, we've had so many, like, business conversations and theories and stuff that's been truly taking form that at this mm-hmm. point, we know how these businesses work. We, yeah. we know how it go. So, we like, go. whether we was in the room or not, we know what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a all- prediction. And we're all familiar with software development, so we know like what goes into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm team Twitter right now, though. Yeah, still I'm lit. still until my get my threads TL right. It's Twitter is safe and familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. over here. <laughs> but um, let's move on to our next topic. So a lot of anime and animation news. Has dropped in the past couple weeks. We got the final, final trailer for Attack on Titan. We got a trailer for the Suicide Squad Isekai anime. The first episode of JJK Season 2 just dropped. And then um, I know the first episode of the second half of Bleach just dropped today. (sighs) And the first two episodes of My Adventures with Superman on HBO Max just dropped. So... Let's just Amushoku Ten say first episode for the season two. Don't forget, don't forget. I forgot that too. But like I said, a lot of anime and animation news. I want to start yeah. with the Attack on Titan trailer. It was very short, but a lot of things came out of it. Annie is back as the female Titan. Mikasa got wings. It's coming to the end. And even though they dragged this out, like we could complain all day on how this dragged this out, I think I'm going to be sad. When the anime finally ends, I I like Attack on Titan, but I'm still a little worried. Like the manga readers kept saying that the ending ain't good. I'm like, why wasn't it good? Like I like now I'm kind of like bracing myself. Like the journey yeah. has been great, but is this ending finna be trash for real? Like what they finna do here? <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if it's gonna be like you said, just because of the pushback on the manga ending that they changed the anime ending mm, potential. i don't know what you felt about no. it ralph i i'm trying to figure out my my whole brain has been stuck on where the hell did mikasa get wings from i think it might have something to do with the fact that they're inside the founding titan and whatever aaron can do with the fight with the founding titan he may be giving them some shit Okay. Because essentially he wants he wants them to kill him. Like he stated that in that hour length uh special that came out. He wants them to come after him. But I feel like he mm-hmm. knows that they're that the equipment that they have now, like y'all not equipped to stop me. So let me give y'all a little bit extra. And boom, it's Mikasa with some wings. Yeah. And now one of the things that I got, well, the whole point of the trailer was, you know, <clears throat> Armin's point of view on, you know, am I really catching up to Mikasa and Aaron? Am I actually, you know, going to reach that tree that they, you know, have already reached? 
they've already reached their full potential. And Armin is pretty much kind of a little bit behind. So it's like, am I finally going to get to that point? Like, so I feel as if Armin is going to be the nail in the coffin for Aaron. If he can use that giant titan or whatever the name colossal of it is, titan. He, the colossal titan correctly, he could he could do some damage. He, but I don't know what else it could do to be honest. Really, That's, really, it's yeah. just used as it's just we big and like you can't you can't take it down that easily. I can do the little steam stuff, but I kind of feel like maybe he's talking about like in his human form because mm-hmm. if. If they're all inside the founding titan and he turns into the colossal titan right now, sure, you probably killed Aaron, but you probably killed everybody else too. So it's like very much true. Him turning into the colossal titan is very risky at this point. So it's kind of like, what can you do as a soldier against um, this yeah. in this uh situation right now instead of just turning into this big ass colossal titan? Yeah. Hopefully, we get to see Armin's full potential. It gave me Sakura vibes. Not you trying to run, not you running behind Aaron and Mikasa trying to catch up. <laughs> I, I look, the fact that you mentioned Naruto, I hope that it just don't turn to talk no jutsu. I hope that talk no jutsu isn't what ends this war. Yeah. I need bloodshed. I need some brutality. I need fatalities. It, it looks like the way they didn't show a lot, they did show a lot of like struggles like levi looks done levi's bleeding yeah. out levi looks done yeah. it looks like a very a lot of we in the grease like this is it like one wrong move and we done like these this are the final moments that's what it felt like to me so i really yeah. feel like it's about to be exactly what you asking for yeah i still stand firm on this should have been a movie or maybe the last, or just did the it. last part was a movie. I, I feel like the entire thing, the, the entire ending, should have been a movie. They could have did two hour and a half movies, honestly. They could have. I because yeah, opportunity missed. I'm telling you. Hey, they don't say that. Have, they need to go ahead and put it in theaters though. Whatever you do, whatever they do, just put it in. Just put it in theaters. Let let me watch it in IMAX. Let. Me- <laughs> Give it to me. Because y'all are already ahead of Demon Slayer if you don't show us the past two episodes. Y'all are already ahead if y'all actually just show new content. Yeah. So go ahead. Put it go in, ahead. Put it in IMAX. I want to hear the crack of doom of the lightning that turns y'all into titans in, in my chest. I do. No, I want to feel that. Yeah, do 4D. The seat vibrate whenever Aaron <laughs> roars or something. Like, do, do all of that. Do all of that. I want to hear the... I want to feel the crack of doom. <laughs> I want to hear it. Look, I want to feel it. That would be fire. Oh, man. <laughs> but the next anime news we got from DC and Wit Studios, who previously was doing the animation for Attack on Titan, um, dropped a trailer for the Suicide Squad Isekai anime. We didn't get a lot, but we did see how the Joker is going to look, how Harley Quinn is going to look, and Amanda Waller. So how did we feel about that? It looked good. I just don't know what to expect from it. It looked good though. Like, that, like yeah. that also was not on my 2023 bingo card. At all. Look. I, like all I saw was that Foop tagged me. No, you text me. You said, Hey, look at what I put on Twitter. I was like, 
okay, what you put on Twitter this time around, not the Discord? What you put up here? And I thought I was like, huh? Yeah. It's up my alley. It's up my alley. I was like, what? Suicide Squad anime? I wasn't expecting it at all. I'm definitely interested in how it turns out, given the fact that the last, the only DC anime related project that I remember seeing is Batman Ninja, and Batman Ninja didn't really stick with me as far as like plot so i'm very mm-hmm. interested to see how they go with this and mm. and for the folks who ain't too familiar with isekai you know the genre behind isekai is like someone's in the real world they get hit by a bus or whatever happens and now they're transport transported to a new world so like was joker and harley quinn and them just like messing with an evil villain and now they in a fantasy anime world like what's going on up in here what's i'm, I'm the interested plot? to see What's the plot? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm interested. I'm I'm going to check it out. Just because this was, like, completely, you know, unexpected from, one, from DC. I wasn't expecting them to do this. Very unexpected. So, I'm interested to see how this turns out. I've, I'm seeing a lot of complaints about the Joker design, though, with his mouth being painted on instead of him, like, the usual red lipstick and my light fell okay oh no I, oh no oh no but i i thought it looked clean personally like i i, I can see what they're saying because like once they realized like because the mouth looked cold but once they realized it wasn't his real mouth folks got upset but at the same time for me it still looked cold i wonder you know, like, it still looked cold i wonder if with you explaining like the core of an isekai and the designs of the characters. I wonder if it's multiple people getting hit by a truck and they get and they pop up as members of the Suicide Squad. Like somebody pops up as Harley Quinn, somebody's popping up of the Joker, and then whoever else is on this roster. So it depends, cause like the, you got so you got certain isekais where it's like Konosuba or Rising of Shield Hero and all of them where it's like one person gets sent to the new world. Now you got others like Sword Art and that I got reincarnated as a spider where it's like a whole group of people kind of get transported whether it's through technology, a god, death, or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I don't know if the entire Suicide Squad cast, did they just get teleported to this anime world? Was it just Joker, Harley Quinn, and Viola Davis? And now they're seeing alternatives of everybody. It's like alternative. Why you universe. call it Lady of Viola Davis? What was I supposed to call her? The character's name is Amanda Waller. That's not Viola Davis. That's just in the live action. Viola Davis plays her character. Man, that's Viola to me. <laughs> so with Viola. With Viola, in the, with Viola in the anime world, I don't know what's going to happen. That's so crazy. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I feel you, though. I'm interested to see how they make it work. If it's the Suicide Squad gets transported into this world, or if it's people who get transported and they pop up as members of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. It, it, it looks good, though. Because the thing with the Suicide Squad is that you don't necessarily know if these people are going to mesh or not. Like they get picked based on their specific skills. So it mm. could be like on the outside, you guys are being picked for your specific skills. And these are just the members of the suicide squad that your personality and your skills match up with. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. I mean, from from the outside, like I don't watch a whole bunch of DC animated stuff, but I have always heard good things, or at least majority good things from DC animated versus the live action. And this might be one of the things I possibly check out. It seemed pretty good from the trailer that they showed, so I'd be I'd be looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But moving on to the next thing. So unfortunately, Ryan, Ralph said he didn't watch the first episode of JJK season two. No, no, no. <laughs> did you watch Ronan did you watch Ronan Kenshin? Sir, I haven't done anything. I have been busy, okay? So so we just gonna have to come back and talk about JJK season two. But I do want to highly recommend my adventures with Superman on HBO Max. Y'all. I'm not a big Superman fan, and y'all know this. But my adventures with Superman, they are cooking. The seasonings are on the table. You ever watch a TikTok with somebody cooking, and they show you all the ingredients, and you like, ooh, I know this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. The ingredients are on the table. <laughs> and they, they finna cook. Like, the, the part that got me, they're diving into the uh, Superman rogues that don't get a lot of attention. Because when you guys think of Superman rogues, who do you think of? Darkseid, Brainiac, Doomsday, Mm -hmm. heavy hitters. They are bringing out some of his other rogues that got a lot of attention in the the Superman animated series from the 90s and throwing Mm -hmm. them in this one. So I'm not going to put any spoilers, but there's one, they're starting with one of his not very well-known villains um in these first two episodes and as soon as i realized who that was i was like yeah they're cooking the ingredients are on mm. the table i'm and this is coming from somebody i am not a big superman fan do y'all see superman do y'all see superman no i'm i'm <laughs> not i am not a big superman fan but i am telling yeah. you that's because you're the villain, Foop. You the rogue. I see a Death Eaters cup. I see Batman. Ah, I see all these evil whatever, folks behind Whatever. You. Whatever. You're the, whatever. Ba- you're the bad guy. Oh, my God. Whatever. I ain't a big Superman fan. So it's me as being on the bottom of the list of Superman fans telling y'all to watch this show right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hey, this is your only warning. If we throwing out recommendations, if we throwing out recommendations, y'all, this anime season going hard. Ignore the manga. I'm I'm just not not as an anime fan, just a, just a fan of television. Mushoku Tensei, this first episode came out with a bang, and you got to pay attention to the stuff that happened in season one because they they made a lot of what I call it callbacks and references that unless you paid attention, you won't know where you're at. Roni Kenshin, I'm new to the franchise. I know it's an old school classic, and honestly, nice little historical fantasy based around samurai and everything is right up my personal alley. But Bleach, Peak, <laughs> Peak, Peak is back. Peak is back. Peak is back. It's looking good. And JJK, I'm not the biggest fan of JJK. It, I, I enjoy see where it's going. I'm. I am ever since watching JJK Zero and just seeing all the hype from the manga readers, I'm interested to see where this is gonna go. Same sentiment, like at like Zero and my rewatch of original season one, but really Zero is what made me go. I mess with JJK now, mm-hmm. and now that we're in Gojo's past, I see a little bit of foundation. I'm seeing the older characters that we see when they're grown, and I'm like, okay, I'm seeing that there's history here. I like some lore. 
I love lore. And it's it's looking good too. I don't know if it's gonna be one of my favorites, but it's looking good too. We're gonna see the look, I may leave the anime this portion of the anime season to you right now because DC is is cooking. They are. I'm tuned look, in. It's a lot. DC DC is cooking. I did not expect this from a superman. <laughs> it's it's refreshing. I think the thing about me is that it's it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like in um Harley Quinn season four is supposed to be dropping this month as well. So I the anime, y'all can have it. DC the love the Harley Quinn show. If they they cooking, they got me. They got me right now. We here. This this is great. This is gonna be a good summer. Secret uh, invasion. This be a summer. My two cents, my two cents on Secret Invasion. We're halfway through the season. It's starting to pick up. I think the stuff that's about to get revealed in these next three episodes are about to have some damaging effects on the MCU. Mm. It's it's a slow it's a slow build up because they're making it like a spy thriller type thing. But I think this last episode is kind of is making that turn for it to start picking up a bit. But all of the Easter eggs and everything that they've been alluding to, I think like whatever happens at the end of this season, I think. It's gonna have some lasting effects on the MCU. So if you haven't checked out Secret Invasion or you have been watching Secret Invasion, um, hit me up on social media or leave a comment on the video. Let me know how you're feeling about it. But um, Ralph, what you got? I got anime. Food got DC. What's been on your What's been on your radar? You just got busy. He did say he he did say he watched Insidious though. Yeah, I did watch Insidious. Um, I watched the Bridgerton um, prequel of uh, Queen Elizabeth. Was it? No. Queen Charlotte. Yeah, Queen Charlotte. that's what I was going to say. I watched Queen Charlotte. That was pretty good. I also watched Missing. Boy, I saw I saw that in theaters. The roller coaster that that movie takes you on. Like Even when you think you got it figured out, you didn't, you didn't have it figured out. No. You didn't have it figured mm-hmm. out. So, like, if, Ryan, if you just need something to watch for the night, check that out. That's that's a ride. Okay. Okay. But what was I? I, get, I give it. I gave it two thumbs up. Yeah. The way, the way, up. them heels, them turns, them drops. Yeah. It was there. But um, <laughs> The Witcher, the oh. first half of The Witcher is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I still need to tune in. Still need to tune I'm in. I'm on the last episode. So part one was five episodes. So I'm on the final episode of the part one. But they're doing a lot of building. And I can tell okay. that this this fifth episode is going to be like that turning point for the season. There's been a lot of tension, a lot of like theories and everything that's been boiling up to this moment. But I've been thinking it. I think it's been pretty solid. So we're going to see. Look. Mm. No. Now that I'm fully caught up with One Piece, I can truly watch other stuff and actually remember names and stuff now. <laughs> that, that was going to be this convention showing out for One Piece. Look, I should be with the One Piece fans, bro. I, I'm a part of the cult now. I see it. Hey, I'm probably going to read. Everybody who going to DreamCon, Ryan will be looking for you. One Piece fans, look, Ryan will be looking for you. Yeah. Cause, cause I was just thinking the other day. I was like, "Dang, I want to rewatch One Piece all over again." But that's another seven months of a commitment. So I was like, "Let me just read the manga since they said the pacing better." I already got it. Got time to read it. Yeah, that is true. 
<laughs> well, we got one more topic. Let's see if we can make this pretty quick. So, Spotify uh, made an announcement that they may possibly be adding music videos to the platform to compete with YouTube and TikTok. So just some facts that Spotify already allows musicians to upload canvases or looping gifts under 10 seconds long to populate the screen while music plays. Um, they debuted a feature called Clips um, earlier this year, which are videos that are shorter than 30 seconds designed to give artists a storytelling tool to communicate about their music similar to how they might use TikTok. And the music video... Um, Feature isn't left field because if you use Spotify for podcasters, you can upload your podcast as video. And Spotify has announced that the platform has surpassed more than 100,000 podcasts with videos. So Mm -hmm. the hot take I want to discuss for this is. Can um, adding music videos make spotify a significant competitor against youtube and tiktok man this gonna burn the hell out of your phone battery y'all know how bad youtube can burn your phone battery when you got the video on the entire time Mm -hmm. (laughs) come on now but But the thing that i've seen with like the podcast video is that if i'm in the spotify app i can watch the video and listen to the podcast but if i choose to lock my screen it kind of works like youtube music like when you lock your screen it just goes to that audio and the video's yeah. not playing anymore. Okay, so being I mean, able to switch, okay. When you when you bring it up like that, food it it if you're already paying for Spotify and you're paying or you're just like using YouTube or you know have like the YouTube Premium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Spotify getting music videos, you can pretty much eliminate YouTube. That's well. On on the music standpoint. On the music standpoint, you can pretty much eliminate YouTube. Because that's that's the point that I had, Ralph. Exactly what you're about to touch on is that if I can already listen to the music, like for people who strictly use Spotify for podcasts and music, the music videos is just an extra element on that. So I can do all everything that I want to do music wise is in Spotify. I don't have to yeah. listen to the song in Spotify and then if I want to watch the YouTube video go to a completely different platform. Like all of right. that stuff just lives in Spotify now. Uh, honestly, you're just getting more for the same amount of money that you're spending. That's a good business deal. Yeah. But like that's yeah. the con- consumers we want cuz I was never finna pay for YouTube Red or YouTube Music and I only use mm-hmm. Spotify. So it's like this is just more of a good thing for me. I like it. Now, YouTube has introduced the youtube podcast thing but i don't really like it well i'm thinking as far as how our content goes and for anybody who's listened to an audio version of an episode and watched the video version you notice that the setup between the video and the audio version are completely different like we add a little bit a little bit more oomph to the video than we do in the audio version just because of the different platforms with youtube podcasts with YouTube podcasts, it, it's essentially a playlist, and they just turn it into an audio version for like podcasting. But depending on how you set up your videos, how it translates to audio may not deliver the same type of message. Like how we mm. do the later on thing at the beginning of the video, 
But if you were to listen to this without seeing the video and you hear us talking first and then it fades out into that intro, you're going to be like, what the F is going on? Yeah. So it's kind of so Which, if it's like if we wanted to do it or if any other content creator who kind of has the same kind of setup, we would have to re-upload all of our videos in a audio f- in as in the audio format that we prefer and then have it set to do the podcast thing. Which is the convenient thing with Spotify, because if the video comes with it, it don't matter. The person can just turn it on and be like, why they just jump to the intro? Oh, later on. Now I see. So we yeah. bypass all of that. Right. It's just more convenient. And it could, that could be the same thing for YouTube podcasts. But I was just thinking like, if it's just strictly audio and you don't get that video with it, then it'll sound weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, Spotify. I see. They, 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 they made a good choice of doing this or mm-hmm. at least attempting to try to do this. I don't think... With it being 30 seconds, if they're going with the clips thing, with it being 30 seconds, I don't think they'll be able to compete with TikTok just because of, like, the way that TikTok works, like, the discovery feature of it. Mm -hmm. But as far as, like, music and the music realm, I think it's what they're doing is going to be pretty solid to competing with YouTube, but only in that area. It, see this is this is where this is where their addition of the ai dj kind of also comes in place man that junk sorry i will say i tried it i will say i tried it today it was decent it threw it threw me for a loop it threw me a epic battle between michael jackson and and elvis presley i was like i've never listened to this like, where did this come from? Man, I, so I appreciate the AI DJ with like, you can click on them and be like, hey, the vibe that you're giving me, I don't like. And he'll be like, okay, we're going to switch it up a yeah. bit. Like, I, I like the way that it works, but I think the way that it was mixing my music, I was like, I don't really like the way you're doing this right now. Like, I was continuously clicking that button. And if I have to click this button more than three times for you to give me a vibe, I could just did this shit myself. Facts. Yeah, but at the same time, even so, I, from a technological standpoint, we know it's going to get better over time. Yeah, it's just, it sucks right now. It's a very interesting concept. Like, I love yeah. the way that it works. Like, it pulls from your multiple playlists, like artists that you listen to and artists that are related to them, and they craft like this kind of mix going it also does it based on the holiday like when i first used it it was fourth of july it was like hey you know it's fourth of july so we're gonna make everybody's outside you know we on the grill so he gave me like this cookout type we outside playlist and i was like okay i'm i vibe with that like very interesting concept i just so didn't like the way play he played during juneteenth i ain't tried during june because if they turn on some weight in the water, I'm turning it off. Boy. I didn't try. I didn't try for Juneteenth. But I, I could imagine like Christmas time. I I don't know. Use use the AI DJ on the safe holidays, like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> turn turn on Juneteenth. All right. Turn it on Halloween. So we just hear this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Look, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I, but to Ralph's point, yes, I am expecting it to get better. But right now, yeah. I I don't think it's there yet. 
Mm. I don't think it's there yet. It. I don't know. It's the only thing I'll say. It's kind of interesting that they said TikTok is their competitor. Like I get you're all battling for attention, but like with I, me thinking of me seeing like music videos and like because I ain't watched music videos in forever since the days of 106 and Park. That's probably like the last time where I was really checking mm-hmm. for music videos. Mm-hmm. But like bringing them back don't necessarily make me think you compete against the only, TikTok. Anymore. The only reason why I said it would compete with YouTube in the music area because. Spotify has a new music Friday. Like ever since Beyonce dropped that album on that Friday, like new music Friday's been standard. So you having your mm-hmm. new music Friday playlist and you not only see the song, but you see the music video that goes with it. Like that's heavy. Right. That's that's heavy. cold. That's heavy. That's cold. So yeah. like I don't know. Not having to jump between two different platforms. Um for a song to see the video and all of it being right there, it's just going to Spotify, keeping their whole audience right mm-hmm. there. I honestly want to see what Apple Music's response to this might be. That yeah yeah, see how they're going to compete. See if Amazon Music going to try to jump into the competition. Like too. saying TikTok, I feel like saying TikTok was weird, but like let's well, how is Apple Music and the rest of those music platforms going to respond? Hmm. I don't think saying TikTok was weird because you can upload, you know, long videos. So but, it is possible. But I to compete though is like like because who's posting full music videos on TikTok? Like and I don't I don't and I don't think people are going to Spotify for like really short form content. Like it's kind of cool like when you click on a video and it's showing like a little 10 second back and forth or whatever, but it's like I don't I don't. I don't even think about TikTok when I'm going to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going between those apps, I'm not thinking about the other one. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like there, Spotify's alternatives, like Twitter to Threads, is Apple Music and YouTube Vivo, specifically the Vivo stuff mm-hmm. in YouTube. If we being honest, so I mm-hmm. could only see it if if more like music creators and musicians, artists, they start using this clips feature to. If I just think about um, what's their name, flying boss, flying a boss, the girls who've been doing all the running videos on TikTok, like if they were to make like mm. a clip, I'm or- about to sin again. <laughs> I, so- I ain't gonna cap. Every time I saw the, video, I-, I was like, "How's this going viral?" This irritated me. <laughs> I was like, you- "We got a hand thumb." No, down. I-, oh, <laughs> I-, I just watched. I'm like, "Baby girl, you about to fall? Cut it out!" Like. I'm about to sit again and but, I'll, but, I'll think, but, but now the song's stuck in your head, right? Like it's yep, it, no. top top tier. That song is stuck in my head. It's top top tier marketing. It's top tier. But imagine, yeah, but imagine if Spotify, I think what Spotify wants is that you discover new music on the platform. You listen to the music on the platform. You discovered the music video on the platform. Instead of us being on TikTok, we get a little. 30 second bop to a song, then hop to Spotify and see what the name of the song is. It's like, no, you can do all of this in one place. Everything, you can discover new music, find new music, music videos, playlists, music video playlists, uh, especially like with the share feature to the screen and stuff. Share, come on. They they don't want you to, they don't want you to touch YouTube for music ever again. Unless you're trying That's to listen, goal. unless you're trying to listen to a mixtape that they just don't have on the platform. <laughs> Until they start getting mixtapes, then uh, it's gonna be an issue. Hey, 
I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I showed the youth YouTube is still listening to um, old No Ceilings and dedication. That's what I'm saying. Like, they mm-hmm. don't, yes. like, the way this is going, they don't want you to touch YouTube at all. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. The time is ticking. So, yes, sir. But with that being said, we've made it through all of the topics for today's episode. So we're going to go ahead and shut this down. Once again, Ron and Ralph, I want to thank you guys for joining me on another episode of the Blurred Mob Podcast. And I want to thank everybody, whether you've been watching or listening, whether this is your first time or 50th time listening, it's always appreciated. And with that being said, go ahead and lead us out, Ralph. All right. <sighs> Make sure you guys check out our donation link from Kofi and also our affiliate links, uh, Right Stuff Anime and Entertainment Earth. These funds go towards our equipment, software, uh, pretty much just keeping our daily things on to give you guys more content. And also make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and TikTok at the Blair My Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, Threads, and Twitch at the Blair My Pod. And make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Blair Mob. And with that being said, we out. Peace. Please, Ron. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand 10 toes down, shot they ain't no look at me. You can let them haters hate when they answer where I'm smiling, I just tell them life's great.